0: Joy. You know it when you feel it, unless you're not paying attention. I'm Garland McWaters, and this is the Spirit of Leading Podcast. We experience these moments when our body gives us a rush of chemicals that I call happy juices. These happy juices produce a burst of glee and gladness of heart. It's a surprise that comes when you least expect it, and when you try to reproduce it, it eludes you. In this episode of the Spirit of Leading podcast, we're going to explore this joy and consider some ways we might make ourselves more available to experience it more often. I was sitting in my home office that opens onto a patio I can look out onto a park through double sliding glass doors. I looked up and saw a squirrel just outside, sitting on its hind legs and peering into my office as if it were saying to me, come out and play. Then with the flick of his tail, the squirrel tuck off across the patio and another squirrel that had been out of my view suddenly chased past the door in pursuit of this companion and disappeared. I just laughed out loud. I think of joy as a momentary burst of delight in which you feel euphoric and optimistic. It happens when you least expect it, and I could have easily missed it had I been too focused on my laptop screen. Why is joy a leadership issue? What does joy have to do with the spirit of leading? People look to leaders to help them make things better in their lives. Empowering leaders create hope and optimism instead of dread and despair. I like the way Paul Armstrong put it. He's a professional quality improvement engineer, and I came across a blog post he wrote. He said, Pleasure is an escape. Joy is an engagement. The opposite of pleasure is misery. The opposite of joy is fear. By striving together to create the expectation of a better future and working together, even when times are challenging, leaders help followers to endure and show people how to collaborate in an atmosphere of trust. The experience itself creates bonds and builds community instead of dividing us into tribes filled with suspicion and hatred and fear. Leaders who can promote happiness show us that we might not have the best of everything, but we can make the best of what we have. This feeling of joyous delight and other feelings like it ripple through when we get a dose of certain chemicals called neurotransmitters. These neurotransmitters are dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, and each plays a different role in our overall feelings of joy and happiness. That's the sensation that we feel, and here's what they do for us. Dopamine kicks in when you're anticipating something good, when you're striving toward a goal, when there's anticipation. It keeps, it keeps you going as you imagine accomplishing your goal. It's that rush you get when you embark on a quest or you set out on a challenging project. Dopamine is also the neurotransmitter of instant gratification, and it needs progressively stronger doses to have an effect. That's why dopamine is also the neurotransmitter associated with addiction. It's the juice that makes you keep on checking your iPhone to see how many people like your most recent social media post. Addictive, isn't it? Oxytocin is the cuddling chemical. It supports bonding and touching and being socially connected. It also boosts the immune system and makes you more resistant to the addictive effects of dopamine. It gives you that good feeling of working together in teams and social groups. Serotonin provides a sense of well-being and pride and status and loyalty. It kicks in when you get an award or you're recognized for your good efforts. Endorphins are the endurance chemical. They mask pain and help you power on through, like the runner's high. It's why exercise feels good and why the phrase, no pain, no gain, resonates with many. The point is, we are made for joy and happiness. We're juiced for it, so to speak. The opportunities to experience them are all around. So, why do we feel like we're always missing out? In a world made for joy, many cower in fear and lament how bad things are. When we're paranoid to protect ourselves from harm, sources of joy and happiness just go unnoticed or dismissed, even when they're right in front of us. A lot of people, and especially some politicians and those doomsday preachers, make a living on fear. They tell you others who are not like you hate you and that you should hate them back. They hype up the fear rhetoric and tell us why they, and only they, have the answers if we'll just put them in charge we'd just be better off ignoring their hyperbole and all that smoke. There's a difference between vigilance and paranoia. To test the fear and hate rhetoric, in 2018, psychologist Steven Pinker studied whether the world really was getting worse. No doubt we have some work to do to protect our environment, but Pinker found that the world really is not getting worse. In fact, all the data show the human condition overall is getting better. We get the wrong impression from the news because people are generally more interested in the bad news than the good news, so that's what gets reported the most. Even though things are getting better, the impression we get from watching the news is that everything is going to hell in a handbasket. Well, joy happens in the present, and it reinforces a broader sense of happiness and well-being. A flicker of joy makes us stop, take notice of what's going on around us. It wakes us up to the good, right under our noses and gives us a sense of optimism and wholesomeness joy just comes at us from all directions a multi-sensory infusion that connects us with our surroundings as we see and hear and touch and smell and taste what it feels like to be alive and immersed in our current experience joy is an experience that if we go out and try to manufacture it we might not meet our expectations just like the dopamine that needs an ever-stronger dose to satisfy it, we have to ramp up the experience to make that joy happen. But the truth is, joy is not a thrill ride. Joy is the reward for paying attention to the small things in life. The bursts of joy contribute to an overall sense of happiness and well-being. Happiness is a broader mood that describes the state of mind and heart. When we have a happy heart, We're not as susceptible to the slings and darts of the negative, the dour, and the cynical. I believe empowering leaders show us how to spur each other on to do our best, to encourage us, and to enlarge our expectations of living. Years ago, a sports TV series called The Wide World of Sports brought viewers coverage of sporting events around the world. The opening of the show touted the joy of victory. Victory is powerful because it celebrates putting yourself up against the best and prevailing. And even those who come out on the short end of the score will confess the satisfaction they get from knowing they competed their hardest and grew from their experience. All of these qualities contribute to our happiness. When we're inclined to happiness, the bursts of joy are more likely to happen to us. The joy-happiness-joy-happiness loop reinforces itself. As it becomes stronger with repetition, we're more able to resist being sucked into the wormhole of gloom and despair. I think of joy as the wildflowers that dot the path of an empowering life, the path on which we are expecting the best, looking for the best, and making the best of what life offers. If you are empowered, you can affirm, I am joy. I am peace, I am love, I am hope, I am serenity, I am humility, I am kindness, I am benevolence, I am empathy, I am generosity, I am truth, and I am compassion. The 20th century French author Colette said, What a wonderful life I've had. I only wish I had realized it sooner. Joy is empowering and the empowered are joyful. You can live every day the rest of your life in joy, enliven your heart, and enlarge your expectations of living. Well, that's it for this installment of the Spirit of Leading podcast. I want to thank you for listening. I also encourage you to recognize and appreciate anyone who demonstrates the spirit of leading at work and in the community. When you join the Empowered, you get a notification of my latest podcast or the latest posts in my weekly Empowering Thoughts series. Please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. And until next time, I urge you to live empowered each and every day and unleash your creative energy. It's joyful. Encourage the spirit, enliven the heart, enlighten the mind, and enlarge the expectations of living in yourself and in others. I'm Garland McWaters.